Welcome to foreverfit.tv, your online source for fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle. With your host, Nicola Riley, personal trainer, nutrition, and lifestyle coach, here to help you get in the best shape of your life. Hey, welcome along to foreverfit.tv. I am Nicola Smith. I have to remember to say that because the last couple of weeks I have actually been saying Nicola Riley on autopilot, where I'm actually just now Nicola Smith. It's going to take a very long time to get used to that name, but anyway, at least it's a simple name. And yeah, so welcome along to the show. Um, I'm your online personal trainer, and I can't wait to share all this information with you today. So today is also um, like a really important reminder because it's actually just hit February this week, and I kind of had to pinch myself when I was looking at the date. I was just like, ah, so where did January go to? And I thought, you know, when you sort of start to get to the end of the month and then suddenly it's into the next month and you're like, whoa, time is just flying by. And I find that when I have moments like that, it's just a really valuable reminder that I have to get myself organized and I have to get on track because it's fair to say that January ran away on me and I didn't sort of get into routine and it's kind of it's just one of those feelings that you sort of feel like whoa time's just running by really fast and so as soon as I've sort of got into this month I've done you know my daily um, routines got back into my journaling got back into doing some um, gratitude journeying setting my goals at the end of um, at the start of the month I set my goals for that month and I, and it's also I break it down into three months, six months and my overall writing goal for the year and then I break it down into day-to-day goals and so then at the start of each week I tend to do this on a Sunday evening when it's just kind of the start of the week I write my goals and then I know each day what I need to be doing to achieve what I need to achieve within that week because otherwise you get to the end of the month and it's just run away and you haven't got that balance right you've just been doing the same old thing and you haven't progressed to where you want to get and for some people that's okay so don't get me wrong not everybody's into goal setting and setting um, making themselves better but if you're sort of stuck in a rut and you're wanting to achieve things in your life that's when you've you've got to set yourself standards and you've got to set yourself goals and I was actually listening to um, an interview about um, a guy and he was talking all about, um, you know, it, anyone who's successful, it can take 10 years, 15 years, and it can take a really long time for you to get to where you want to. But if you are diligent about repetitive, being repetitive and being getting on track, the guy he was talking about is actually, it's come to me now, is actually Coolio, you know, Gangster's Paradise, that song that was in the 90s, maybe it was the 90s, maybe it was the 80s, that it was a hit. And Coolio used to get up every single morning and write a rap song. Every single morning he used to write it. And it wasn't until 15 years later that he gets a hit on the radio. And it took him, you know, every single day writing a rap song and then 15 years later. So an analogy like that is just a really good reminder that it's about commitment times dedication over time. That's what equals success and if you just stay committed on your path and you stay committed on that road, you're going to get there. There's no doubt about it. It's just a matter of time. And so it's it's really important just to remember to stay on track, to stay on path. And when you have months or days when you kind of don't stay on track, 
that's when you you know you pull yourself back and sometimes like the date on a clock is just that reminder of like whoa what have I been up to for the past few weeks let's get ourselves on track let's get ourselves sorted let's get ourselves on on path and so I find the start of each month is just a really good tool to do that and so then at the start of each week do it and then trying to find a daily routine to remind yourself to get on track and what's like the one thing that you need to be doing today that's going to make all other things fantastic and all other things much easier and there's that book um called the one thing and um that's a really fantastic book and that talks all about that you know what's the one thing you need to be doing today to make everything else much simpler and that's going to help you get on track and doing things like to-do lists, writing things down, or doing brain dumps. I find I do two different kind of lists in my diary. One of the lists that I'll do is kind of like a, a brain dump, and that's where I'm just getting everything out that I want to get done, and I can tend to do this sometimes on a, on a Monday, and it's just download everything into my diary, and it's just all chucked down on there. But then I have act, like what actually is to do, because sometimes you might put things down like, I know I have to take my wedding dress to get dry clean so that I can hang it up in my in my cupboard and and I have to go get um, some stuff from town and but none of these things are urgent and they will just happen when they're going to happen but then there's things that actually have to happen today and they have to happen in you know to to get what you want done in your week and one of those things might be like your workout you have to get your workout done if your goal is to be losing weight you have to get your food prepared you have to get the groceries you have to get the right food in the house so that you can make the right choices and the certain things that when you get them done make all other decisions much easier so when you sort of start to understand what are the most important things for you to get done each day this is then when you can start to get really good like systems and routines in place. So yeah, think about, you know, take some time today and think about what is it that you're really wanting to achieve this month? Like what's, what are your goals? What's, what are you wanting to change? How are you wanting to um, improve? Because um, like one of my goals as well, I've told you guys about is that this, this year my goal was to read more. And in order to, you know, keep your brain strong, keep yourself inspired, keep yourself motivated, one of the best things that you can do is learn and to be learning and taking in information all the time. And I find that when I get stuck in a rut or when I get stuck in just like, you know, feeling a bit average, that's when I'm going to say, right, I need inspiration. So that's when I turn to books. That's when I turn to finding a really awesome um, YouTube channel. I just start watching really inspiring people on on YouTube and I'm I'm doing all those sorts of things just to help get me on track, get me motivated and help me with my goal setting. And so something that you might want to think about like when we kind of get really really busy in our lives, we get our lives get really complicated. And so part of today's sort of topic, I want to talk about like how can you kind of simplify your life? How can you make things much simpler and how can you get yourself on track? So one of the ways to do this is by like decluttering um, or just looking at everything that you have in your day, like what what is important to you and what is your goal in six months time. So for example, I have a clear picture of where I want to be in six months and where I want to be in a year. And so when things come to me and it 
and when um, you know different sort of decisions come to me I have to ask myself is this helping me get to where I want to be in six months or is this a distraction is this a cluttering of of what um, I'm wanting to do and is this kind of heading me where I want to be and so you may have just kind of returned from your holidays or you may have returned from um, you know relaxing and just getting it away from life and it's kind of when you start to unpack all of your um, your belongings and when you start to unpack and you start to fill up your life again with um, you know dropping the kids off to school going to meetings going to do this going to catch up with people with coffee got all this work to be doing and things just start to pile up onto your routine and up onto your day and you just sort of start to get pulled in all sorts of directions and this is something that's incredibly common and it's a constant battle you know it's when do you know when to say yes and when do you know when to say no? Like, what's the how, how can you make those decisions? Because we're constantly getting opportunities to go left and to go right. But where you want to be in six months, if you constantly are being pulled to the left and to the right, you're never going to get to where you want to be because there's only so much energy in your tank and there's only so much that you can do. So this is why, you know, the goal setting, getting on your path and, and understanding what an ideal day is for you and what what that means so if an ideal day for you is catching up with somebody for coffee because that helps fill your glass up and then you're able to be really productive or if you for me my ideal day is a day that I've managed to get outside it's a day that I've managed to get on my horse it's a day that I've been managed to be creative and so that means blog posting that means um, filming workouts it's, it's been able to create something and it's days when I've been productive as well so actually so for my business it means that days where I've produced something meaningful to share something productive and all of those things can happen in different orders and it means days when I've got some downtime as well and so when I know what what fills my glass and makes me feel really good then I know how to peer back my life, if that makes sense. So living a much more simplified life, so when you know what your ideal day is, means that there's less um, less rubble and less kind of junk in your life. And so it doesn't mean that you need to, it's not just about, you know, clearing out your wardrobes and decluttering your home. It's also about decluttering your diary, decluttering your appointments, and just like decluttering the... The mind space because when you're being pulled all over the show it stresses you and overwhelms you and gets you tired and anxious and all these kind of things but when you peer things back and you get really clear about where you're heading you're able to then know when to say yes and when to say no and all of those sorts of things whether it's your belongings in your house your expectations that you put on yourself the people in your life or the commitments that you're putting into your life as well so when you start with the basics so uh, decluttering your house is a really awesome way to start the process because sometimes we're like okay so who do I start to say no to and it's quite hard because you've got this feeling that <clears throat> you need you, you know you just can't say no to this person and, and you just don't want to be doing that so sometimes a simple way to declutter and simplify is just by starting to declutter the home and again, doing this like once a month is just a really good time to reset, 
rebalance and you know say you might decide that that the first weekend of every month you might choose a room or a part of your life to simplify and you might start with the the house and so when you like go into one room and maybe it's maybe it's just one drawer in your bathroom <clears throat> and you simplify that you stick get rid of all the old crap and the dirt and all the the things that you don't use in that one um cupboard and you start to simplify you get rid of those things and just that feeling can start to you know open yourself up and since kind of start to fill your glass and then when you sort of start to move on to other things in your um you know your materialistic life and then you can move on to things more in your like commitment and people and those kind of things and you kind of can gain this sort of power of knowing what's important to you in your life and knowing what you can what what's um the right decision for you to be making at this time of your life and because sometimes we can have people come into our you know into our life for a reason or a season and sometimes it's for a lifetime so when you can see why that person that person might be bringing in some negative energy but it might be an opportunity for you to see the positive in that situation we just sort of got to start to really look at um yeah what 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 opportunities you're putting in front of yourself and what people you are surrounding yourself with as well because it's not just the materialistic things, it's often the other things as well that are draining us and making our life more complicated. But when you start with the, you know, decluttering a room, decluttering a space, taking a whole lot of clothes to the Salvation Army, it's just this incredible uplifting experience and it kind of gives you a bit of confidence to then go okay so my next step after this is going to be this and so the other thing that's important for you to do is to really identify what is important to you so leading a real simplified life means different things to different people and this doesn't mean um like when I first heard the word simplified life, you kind of have this picture in your life of somebody sitting in a hammock with their legs, you know, just, you know, not a care in the world. But um, to me, it's it's not that sort of picture. To me, it's just being able to have a clear vision and just having the confidence to know what to say yes to and what to say no to and knowing what you're going to bring into your life and what you know the path that you're heading on and to me that that's simplified life because you're only doing things that are making you become better and there's always don't get me wrong there's always going to be things that you have to do that aren't going to that are just a hassle but when it comes to new opportunities and new decisions and new things that you have the choices over this is where you can start to really identify where you're heading and the point the what's important So take some time to really think about and write, kind of like write a letter to yourself and you might find it easy to sort of start listing things in your life that are not important and that are kind of taking a toll on your energy or just taking too much of your time and use this as a tool to sort of start to eliminate those kind of things and and work out ways that you can eliminate them And, and that elimination process might take six months might take a week it might just be a decision that you make today and it's it's gone so when you're working out sort of what what you want to carry with you on your journey it's it's all about identifying what's important to you and so then it's kind of then the next step is sort of letting go of the past and what understanding what 
you know, if it's not supposed to be. So often we find ourselves getting really caught up in the past and holding on to old dreams or old goals. And these goals are just like they weren't they weren't right for you and you're sort of just holding them on your shoulders. And when you hold on to things like this, it can be a really big roadblock and it can prevent you from moving on to something that is right for you at this time in your life as well. So when you kind of start to look at, okay, you today and where you want to be in six months versus, say, a goal you might have had two years ago. For example, say you wanted to learn the guitar or you wanted to... um, yeah, I don't know, something like a goal two years ago is pointless. It's, it's about you today and where you can be in six months and a year. So start to find ways that looking at those kind of things that you might be carrying on from your past and work out how you can then start to kind of release that storage space from those um, expectations and though maybe some f- old friendships that, that have... You know, they they were there for a season, but and you're sort of feeling that guilty feeling that you should be staying in touch, but you've got these new people who have come into your life. And so there's sometimes things like that that you might hold on to, and it's it's really important just to know that um, you, you're doing things that... What am I trying to say? Um, you know, it's about maintaining friendships that are important and... That doesn't mean to say the friendships you've had in the past aren't important, but um, holding on to the guilt isn't something that you should be doing. So that's what you don't want to be doing if you're finding it hard to stay in touch with somebody. So it's okay to acknowledge that that was the past and that you might have had some bad relationships or bad experiences, but all of these things you want to let go of and just let them be. That was the past, they're part part of your experience, part of who you are, and you're about being taking your life to a new level now. So the next thing you want to be doing after you've kind of let go of the past, it's about like decluttering your diary. So many of us kind of overcommit and we, that whole being too busy being busy and we're um, just got no space in our diary and we've got no space to breathe and we're just getting pulled in all sorts of directions and and the thought of having a moment to, you know, relax in the afternoon is just like, no way, I can't do that. I've got way too much to do and I'm, I'm just too busy. And that kind of mentality is then what leads you down this path of, you know, you're just being pulled left, right, left, right, but you never sort of start to improve and head towards your goals because in order to achieve things, it's about that balance, you know, the yin and the yang, getting everything in balance and heading on that same path. And when you have that power to say yes and to say no, you're then starting to get more energy and you're starting to get more motivation. But when you're constantly being pulled in all sorts of directions, this is when you get exhausted. So work out what really needs to be completed, what really needs to be done, and work out what do you love doing and what is important to you so that it becomes completely non-negotiable. So nothing else can stop you from doing this. And when you do this process, you're going to learn the power to say no. And you're going to learn how to say no. And you're going to learn to not feel guilty about it because you're really aware of the path that you're heading on and what's important to you. People understand it. Like, I found this process really quite hard because, you know, you've been asked to catch up with people all the time and... Um, I just learning to know 
what the timings of doing this because before you know it you could be having four or five catch-ups with people during the week and you end up just being pulled all over the show and you end up getting nothing done but you might find that you know you catch up with somebody once once a week and it's it's a really important catch-up and you're doing that you know like a walk around the mount you're combining it with something that's great for you and it's a really meaningful catch-up and that doesn't mean to say you don't catch up with all these other people, but you're doing it in a way that works for you. And then you might find that you find it hard to catch up in the evenings or people like Friday night drinks. But then it might work better for you that you invite people around for a Sunday morning brunch. And just it doesn't mean that you're not catching up with people and not being social or um, doing all these kind of things. It's just working out ways to make things work for you. And when you kind of get this kind of vision and um, you learn how to declutter just by simply saying no you get really um, powerful and this is where you gain more motivation so don't feel guilty about it and just work out you know what is the best way for you to catch up with this person and it might mean that you know there might be an event on and it might be going you know you love going to the markets and like we've got awesome summer markets here and it's like you might you know it's you really want to head down there so instead of heading down there for um by yourself or heading down there um yeah you you're meeting that person there and you're able to walk around the markets and do something so bringing bringing in your appointments into something that you may already be doing as well and then the next thing you want to do is do things that help kind of lift up your positivity and help fill your glass up i like the term um like filling your glass up because if you think of a glass of water and you imagine that glass of water half full. And there's certain things that you can do that can kind of fill that glass up. And things like walking into your bedroom and the bed's all unmade, the curtains are all pulled and it's stuffy, is going to kind of empty that glass a little. And then when you go into the kitchen and the kitchen sink is all dirty and the floor needs vacuuming, it's going to empty that glass just a little. And... There's all these little things that might be going on in your life that just kind of empty your glass just that little bit. And so what you want to do is just start to think of ways that you can just top your glass up. And it might mean that, you know, once a week you pick some beautiful flowers from the roadside and I'm not telling you to steal flowers or anything, but you might pick some beautiful flowers from your garden or from the roadside and you put them in your house. And every time you see those flowers, it fills your glass up a little bit might mean that you make sure your bed's beautifully made in the morning, your curtains are pulled, you open the entire house out, you let the fresh air come in, you might get an oil burner happening and you've got this amazing smell, fresh air, beautifully made bed and that fills your glass up. Or if you've got the chaos of, you know, you've got kids all running around the house and the house is a bombsite, but you keep one room in your house that is kind of like a sanctuary. This room is, it's okay, your kids can play, do whatever you want, but this room stays tidy. And so this is kind of the room that, it's a room that fills your glass up. Or just little things, and again, this is something where you write a list and you work out what fills my glass up and what in my life empties my glass. And things, you know, like there could be some friendships that drain you and, there could be some friendships that enhance you and some friendships that help kind of help you get to where you want to be and all these kind of things. So it's really important just to be aware of what fills your glass up and what takes your energy away. And the only way to do this is to sit down with pen to paper, write things down and understand what's going on in your life and what situation you're in. Because when you become more content with your current situation, 
you're less likely to fill it up with possessions and unwanted commitments or with people that don't emotionally um, help you. And so you want to surround yourself with people that do um, make you become a better person. And because when you, because, and how all this relates to, you know, real health and wellness is because if you're feeling rubbish all the time because your glass is half full and your energy's tank is empty, this is when you're going to reach for the sugar. This is when you're going to reach for the caffeine. This is when you're going to be not motivated to exercise. But when you've got a clear vision on your path, where you want to be going, when you've got routine happening, when you've got appointments that are appointments that you want in your life, and when you're heading on that path that you really want to be on, this is when you're going to really start to achieve success. And this is when you're going to start to be really um, hitting your goals and getting what you want in your life. So great way to improve in your on your mood and improve on all of these kind of things is then um, uh, including some exercise into your life and including some walking and getting outside. And when you understand your ideal day and your ideal day should involve 50% movement and should involve walking, then this is when you know these are the these are my non-negotiables. I have to get my morning walk in. I have to get outside. These are what makes me me and these are what makes me happy. So these have to come first. And then when you start to do all these things and you get the endorphins happening and you start to lower your stress levels, this is when the wiser decisions start to come around food as well. The other thing as well is it's all about making sure that you are staying on track with your food so once you kind of start to simplify your life and you start to get things on track this is when you're able to start to make wiser choices with your food and you'll start to be much more mindful with what you're eating and managing like why why you're wanting to eat something you're eating and it could be you know if you're reaching if you're just wanting sugary foods or carby foods this could be a case because you're just getting too busy you're you're being your tank is getting empty and so your body's like I need more energy I need more energy and so getting that balance simplifying your life is going to help you then start to be more mindful about your food choices so when you have those crazy stressful days and you come home emotionally wrecked and all you want to do is eat a bag of chips you can kind of go whoa okay this is because of this and so I want to prevent this happening again. And so the way for me to prevent this happening again is I need to simplify. I need to keep things much more in balance. I need to sort things out. And so it's making sure you, in order to maintain that healthy lifestyle, you've got to stop getting off that vicious cycle where we just fall off the wagon. We start to make, end, we start to make really bad food choices and we end up kind of regretting them. So this is where it might be a time where you start to ask yourself questions. You start to ask your questions and to help yourself stick to a more balanced diet. So questions that, you know, why why am I reaching towards chocolate at 3 o'clock in the afternoon? And chocolate is, is, if it's good chocolate, don't get me wrong, you can have chocolate, but if it's always at a certain time and it's rubbish chocolate or you're reaching for coffee or a V or something like that, I won't get into V's or anything like that. But if you're reaching for that food, you've got to ask yourself, so why am I consuming? Why why is this happening? Why do I need this energy? Why um you know, why is my body starting to shut down at this time of the day? 
and just then start to, okay, what am I doing throughout my day to get myself to this point and how can I start to change this? So what am I, and before you reach for that food, it's kind of like, so what am I going to gain from eating this food? Is this food going to make me feel better? Is this food going to help me get towards my goals? Is this food, um, you know, going to help me succeed for the rest of my day? And so a lot of the time, food choices come down to our emotions and come down to like how our body's physically feeling at this point. And and those two things are affected by the decisions that you make earlier in the day. So many of us like use food to fill an emotional need or it might be to suppress kind of sadness or provide some stress release or excitement or entertainment or maybe it's simply to fit in with a crowd that you're with at that moment. So whatever reason it is that you're kind of breaking your healthy food choices, you need to kind of start to separate your emotions with what your body physically needs from food and so this is where the whole like mindfulness of eating kind of starts to enter in and when you when you're clear about what you're wanting to achieve and you're starting to simplify your life you can then start to be connected with the way that your body's feeling and you can start to disconnect from your emotions that you might have around food and you can start to make healthier choices about the lifestyle that you're wanting to achieve and and the goals that you're wanting to achieve and where you're wanting to be in in a month's time and so making um, mindful food choices it's it's not about taking away the foods that you love or feeling deprived or making you um not enjoy the food that you've got what it's doing is is about connecting yourself with what you are eating and I am a terrible I'm, I'm terrible at scoffing my food I you know I it's it's one of those things that I always have to remind myself slow down chew your food appreciate your food just eat your food but I you know it's if I'm hungry I'll eat but then I'll carry on with some work or was one of those things and I have to really make sure that I put time aside to be um to to know okay my body's hungry I need to eat I need to provide my body with fuel I need to chew my food I need to all these kind of things but when you aren't mindful of what you're eating that's generally like okay so I just scoffed that down um, and I didn't even realize the event so then you go back for more food and so just stepping back and going okay it's time for some food, it's time to chill out just for 10 minutes, get outside, get some fresh air and eat my food and then you kind of, then your body gets that time to chill out, gets to register that you're eating, it gets to switch over to its parasympathetic nervous system which is rest and digest and you're able to, um, you know, fulfill what your body needs from this food and from the short rest as well. So that whole kind of just simplifying and and it's it's especially around meal times just if you catch yourself you know inhaling your food just slow down just go okay whoa what's going on here just need to slow down and another good thing to do is like keep a food diary it can be really good to be help you be aware of what you're eating and it can help you slow down your eating throughout the day when you know you've got to write it down you're going to be like oh okay so do I need this? Am I actually hungry? And sometimes, like, there's nothing better than, like, a reality check when you have to... I love, um, like, the... 
like fitday.com and or food diaries or um, uh, like Fitbit's got one as well. Just those um, food diaries where you can enter in everything that you eat and you just get this reality check of what you're eating, what's going into your body and it helps you just pull back, reassess, declutter because if you're cluttering your body up with rubbish food, again you're going to feel exhausted and tired and all these kind of things so writing a food diary or using something like fit day to enter in your food is going to help you be more accountable and help you make simple choices with your food and provide you with real valuable insights to just making healthier choices so like one of those things that we come and do is we might kind of reach for a treat or a snack or some food and it could be you know it's just because it's a certain time of day and then it's kind of like if you'd be really sort of present about that moment you're like well I'm not actually hungry I'm actually thirsty so I might drink some water instead and I actually don't need that food or you might be reaching for food because um, you're bored or you saw somebody else eating or like I said it's a certain time of day so just starting to be really aware about what you're doing and clearing things out so you can make wiser choices about your food because like I said the more busy the more chaotic and more stressful and the more you're being pulled in all sorts of directions the more you're kind of just going to be grabbing food here and there and making poor choices for your health and where you're wanting to head but when you kind of just pin it all back and you start to become more mindful more aware of what you're doing more aware of the decisions you're making and this is when you're going to be able to make really healthy goals you're going to be able to um, get better routines and habits in place and this is when you're going to start to achieve success this is when you're going to be able to start to get um, get yourself closer to your goals because you're starting to develop a really healthy relationship with yourself with your food with your lifestyle and you're getting everything in balance so I hope that's helped you out for the first of the month and I love the first the first week of the month, it's not the first month today, but um, use these, the time, like when the month changes, use this time to reset goals and get yourself in balance, set daily goals, weekly goals, monthly goals and overriding six months, one year goal and then just start to get things in place and then if you fall off track two weeks into it then, it's, then you know that okay when the start of the next month comes along you're setting yourself goals, you're getting yourself back on track and when you're continually doing this, this means you're going to keep getting closer and closer to where you want to be but if you're kind of just riding the wave and just going day to day, well then that's okay if that's your cup of tea but if you're wanting to have an awesome life and achieve all your goals then you want to sort of put actions into place and um, yeah, make stuff happen for yourself. So I hope you enjoyed that episode. Um, yeah, if you've got any questions or you want me to be talking about anything in particular next show, please get in touch. Otherwise, I'll talk to you really soon. Do you lack time? Are you just too busy to exercise? Do you struggle even to find the energy or the motivation to exercise? Then get ready to take your health to a new level in the comfort of your own living room. Fat-burning workouts as short as eight minutes. Yoga routines to de-stress and sculpt and tones to help you create a lean, strong body. Learn how you can create real health and wellness with VIP nutrition and wellness advice in the online gym. Here you will find over 400 video workouts from yoga, tai chi, high-intensity interval training, sculpt and tones, mobility routines, extremes, and so much more. 
New workouts added weekly, along with cooking classes, menus, meal plans, webinars, and over 500 recipes to help you get in the best shape of your life. Sign up today at foreverfit.tv forward slash online dash gym. The materials and content in this podcast are there to educate and to inform. There's no substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Instead, I encourage you to discuss your options with your healthcare provider who knows your condition and your health history. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience and conclusions. Nicola Riley encourages you to make your own healthcare decisions based on your research and in partnership with your qualified healthcare professional.